Here's to the innovators, the makers, the doers, and the hustlers of D.C. With Facebook Elevate, you can grow your business, build your online presence, kickstart your career, or turn your passion of creating content into a reality. Facebook Elevate is a program that provides free digital marketing courses, potential job opportunities, and coaching from Facebook experts that can help you kickstart your career. Learn more at facebook.com slash fbelevate. Facebook Elevate, on the rise, together. President Trump has called for the deportation of illegal immigrants without a court hearing and despite the Democrats' howls of protest. And he's got the law on his side. We'll look at the deranged Democrats' continuing campaign of violence and harassment of Republicans. And North Korea is preparing to return the remains of American service members killed during the Korean War. With these stories and more from a nationalist perspective, I'm Jim Dawes, and this is America First Radio's Daily Brief. And thank you for joining America First Radio. This conversation never ends. You can follow us on Twitter at AmFirst Radio and friend us on Facebook at America First Radio with Jim Dawes. Then you can share it with your friends, weigh in on the conversation, and you'll get early notifications as soon as these shows are posted. America First Radio is proudly carried on the Talk America Radio Network, the new dominant force in conservative talk radio, where you can listen to their live feed 24-7 at talkamericaradio.us. And America First Radio is carried each weeknight at 11 p.m. Eastern on Talk America affiliates in Florida and Georgia. But if you miss a broadcast, you can always listen on demand on your favorite podcast directory and directly at our website where you'll find all of our archives at talkamericaradio.com. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we went through a uh, um, a insane week last week, and it continued throughout the week. And we've got a major problem in this nation, and really across Western civilization. There has taken hold in the Western nations a leftist ideology of people that I would argue are um, suffering from a mental illness. It's a mental illness I, I call... I don't know if it's actually in the MSM, but I call it uh, pathological altruism. These people look for every opportunity to virtue signal and declare themselves morally superior. They they like to um, adopt a self-righteous attitude without any regard to uh, facts or evidence. If they're given an opportunity, they will uh, don the mantle of, uh, of moral superiority and start calling everybody that disagrees with them Nazis and uh, fascists, and they feel um, entitled uh, then to uh, destroy anything uh, that that stands in their way. And these people, what they do is they attack our institutions. They they find one thing that they can uh, characterize or portray as immoral despite um, any, you know, on a cursory level, they, they don't feel obligated to look deep into the situation. If they can use it to vilify everybody else, and they do it, and they've destroyed one institution in this country after another. And it wasn't by accident. They went about this in a very systematic way uh, to take control of the courts and the uh, universities uh, and entertainment 
and uh, and they have marched through these institutions, and they have now uh, taken down just um, you know uh, all American uh, hi- uh, historical institutions like the Boy Scouts of America. They have eliminated the term "boy" from Boy Scouts, and they are no longer for boys. Um, they're doing away with Miss America. No longer is Miss America going to be a beauty pageant as if feminine beauty is somehow something to uh, be shunned and ashamed of. <laughs> they've, got, they've eliminated separate bathrooms, a, a cultural institution just as basic as ha- having separate bathrooms for men and women. Uh, they have attacked and have actually uh, had laws passed in much of the nation making that illegal they've they've uh, destroyed marriage to a large degree and it goes on and on and on um you know they've got this uh this dyke this narrative going where if anything happens to anybody who uh, negative happens to anybody who is not white or male then that is prima facie evidence of discrimination i'll point you to you know what happened in Starbucks? The two guys uh, in the Starbucks restaurant were being subjected to the same exact policy as everybody else. You can't loiter in there. You can't use the bathroom if you don't buy something. It's nothing new. If you go on the internet, you can find that they've been enforcing that policy in the the busy Starbucks. Your local Starbucks may not be that way because you know they're not busy. But if you go in the big cities where Starbucks have waiting lines and people waiting for a table, you will find that is the the um, the policy, but because these two people that were subjected to this policy were a so-called protected status, then somehow it is evidence and proof, according to these deranged leftists, including the CEO of the company, by the way, who who folded uh, at the first opportunity of of uh, racial discrimination. And the same thing's going on on the southwest border. Because these people that are breaking into our country are not white, then that is prima facie proof of racism. So you're not allowed to defend the borders of the con- your country if the people that are breaking in are not uh, white. But their goal ultimately is to overturn everything. They have no allegiance to the truth of reality. Like I said, they don't care what damage they do to the broader society. As a matter of fact, they've gotten very close to destroying Western civilization. And if uh, if Western civilization doesn't uh, rally and push back against this, and they will, in fact, destroy Western civilization within the lifetime of a child born today. They have absolutely no sense of hypocrisy. The hypocrisy that be- these people display uh, while, you know, attacking people and uh, uh, while donning the mantle of victimhood and um, shutting people's right to free speech and free association down while calling them fascists is just really mind-boggling. And these people are determined to win by any means necessary. And if you've watched what has gone on during the Trump administration, you, you can see that quite clearly. They were willing to sub, subvert a presidential election using law enforcement and intelligence agencies. They went into the streets with uh, masked uh, rioters attacking uh, the political opposition. 
They set fires. They attack police. Now they're in the process of attacking uh, and harassing people, uh, you know, that they disagree with going about their daily lives. They have got the media on their side telling lies and distortions constantly, trying to deceive people and, and write the narrative so that they can um, advance this effort. This is pathological altruism. They have a, uh, a, 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 a need to posture themselves as morally superior to you, and woe be unto you if you want to protect your nation, restore it to prosperity, uh, uh, live up to the traditions of being responsible for yourself and your family and not having to pay for uh, every social program that they want. And they what they really want to do is quite evident, is they want to bring it all down, man. It's the same leftist ideology that we saw in the late 60s. Tear it down, man. The only problem now is they make up a, back then they were a fairly small minority. They make up almost half of the electorate at this point. Most of these people do not have children. They, they believe in abortion and homosexuality. They do not have children and they are not concerned about the next generation. What they are concerned about is the immediate gratification of being able to posture themselves as morally superior to you. And this migrant uh, illustrate uh, issue is a prime illustration. We're going to really break down all the lies and deceit. But this uh, this idea that we're somehow um, or persecuting migrant children when for every migrant child that's separated from their parents because their parents have been arrested, there's 1,700 American children that are treated exactly the same way. They've been caught in one lie after the next. They show no shame. They just move right on to the next lie and continue this narrative because they are, in fact, oblivious to truth, evidence, or reality. We'll be right back after these messages, and we'll chronicle the lies of this whole uh, childhood separation issue right after these messages on America First Radio. Hi, this is Michelle Malkin from CRTV.com, and you're listening to Talk America Radio, the new dominant force in conservative talk radio. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6904. 800-485-6904. 
That's 800-485-6904. So right as the hearings where the... Um, the Department of Justice's Inspector General detailed all of the massive um, illegality and uh, unprofessional um, behavior that went on at the FBI and the Department of Justice during the 2016 presidential campaign, showing that, in fact, the Obama administration weaponized the Department of Justice and the FBI in order to clear Hillary Clinton of obvious and blatant illegality and then launch a counter um, intelligence investigation against Donald Trump on faked up bogus evidence that they in fact generated themselves right as all of that was coming out was going to be the payoff of over two years of a dishonest narrative forwarded by the mainstream media right as that is about to come out they push out this child separation uh, issue equally as dishonest and equally as uh, hypocritical as it could be. And I want to talk a little bit about just some of the lies that this whole childhood separation issue is based on from top to bottom. You know, it all started when they started uh, uh, circulating pictures of children in cages, so-called. They were in holding uh, pins of uh, chain link fence that were thrown together quickly because this was a, uh, a mass attack on the border of the United States. And these, uh, these facilities had to be built quickly. And, uh, and this was characterized for days and days as Donald Trump putting children in cages. Well, it came out and it, it was quite obvious to uh, any uh, journalists had accessed these photographs, that these photographs had been taken in 2014 when, in fact, Barack Obama was the president of the United States. So they, they did a couple of days' worth of these, uh, these photographs vilifying uh, the president of the United States when it comes out that, in fact, they were under the Obama administration. All of that uh, was buried quite quickly, and they moved on to the next issue of this, this uh, little two-year-old uh, while her mother is being uh, uh, patted down by a Border Patrol agent as she's illegally bringing her child across the border. And, uh, and that was uh, circulated and, and shown or claimed to be evidence of how callous and uh, hateful the Border Patrol and the Trump administration were toward these poor uh, childhood arrivals because they had taken this child, according to the story, ripped her, ripped her from the arms of her mother and separated them. And a couple of days later, Time magazine uh, photoshopped a cover story or a cover that had the little child looking up at a uh, callous and uncaring Donald Trump that was looking down on her with a caption saying, welcome to America. Well, it turned out uh, that a little bit, just a little bit of investigation, not by a, a, an American opposition media outlet, but, but by a, a British outfit, 
Turned out this child had never been separated from her America, uh, from her mother. And in fact, her mother was the poster child for the abuse of what's going on down on the southern border where these uh, people from South America are actually using their children in order to try to um, get across the border. It turns out that this, uh, this woman had, uh, had a family back in Guatemala, a middle-class family, a, a nice lifestyle based on uh, you know, what uh, the standards of Guatemala. The husband was employed, and in the middle of the night, she absconded with this two-year-old child, leaving her husband with three other children to care for, and took this two-year-old up to the uh, border to sneak across. And as I said, she was never separated from her mother, and they are in the country now. So this, this photograph, not only did it not represent what they were telling you it represented, it represents exactly the opposite of what they were telling you it represents. It is the, as I said, the poster child for the abuse and the illegality that's going on down there. But that, that didn't stop the left. And here, here's a, just an example of the narrative that they put forward. This is the Harpies on The View talking about this Time magazine cover. Well, stand by. Here we go. As the White House scrambles to fix their immigration policy disaster, Time Magazine releases this cover, declaring Welcome to America, with an image of Trump looking down on the crying child, has become a symbol of his separation policy. No matter what he tries to do, is the damage done? Well, it's certainly done to the 2,000-some-odd children that have been ripped from their mothers and their fathers and their families. I mean... They love this. Ripped from their mothers and their fathers. You know, uh, for every child uh, that has been separated from their parents because their parents were arrested for illegal illegally entering the country there are 1700 american children every year that are separated from their american parents when their parents are arrested i do not know why uh nobody makes an issue of this the 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 treatment of these migrant children mirrors almost exactly what happens to an American children when their parents are arrested. If there are relatives, they place the child with the relatives. If there are not, they put them in foster homes. If there are no foster homes available, they put them in group homes and, and um, institutional settings. This is exactly what's going on with these 2,300 kids down on the, the uh, border. And to say that they, they shouldn't be treated like this is to actually argue for better treatment for foreigners than what American uh, children are subjected to. And that's not surprising because that really is the mindset of the Democrats and the leftists. These, um, these Mexican and Central American uh, people that sneak across the border are actually sacred totems to the Democrats who are infected with this um, pathological altruism and they may not be treated um, ill 
And if they are, that is definite proof of America's racism and uh, how rotten to the core it is. Back to this clip. Uh, many, many doctors have uh, talked about this, and this is just child abuse. It's traumatic. Most of these kids will be suffering, I think, for the rest of their lives. And so... What about the American kids? Oh, no mention of that. Do you think That's this on would make shoulders. a good campaign poster for the Democrats in November? Now, watch where it's going now. Is this a winning issue for us? Their lives, and so... Do you think this would make a good campaign poster for the Democrats in November? Look, I think they've got a. I think it's a. It's, it's a very good issue. Obviously, it galvanized an enormous amount of Americans, even outside of America. It's really tarnished our image around the world. It's a very good issue. It's really tarnished our image around the world. That was uh, the crazy CNN analyst uh, Anna Navarro, who who long ago lost her mind. She's got an advanced stage or a case of Trump derangement syndrome. But, um, you know, as soon as Trump caved on this issue and said, okay, you win, we won't separate the families. We'll keep them together in, um, in detention until we can uh, have a hearing and deport or admit them. Oh no, you can't do that. You can't you can't put children in prison. So what is the solution that you're offering Democrats? There is no answer because the answer the only answer left is something that they want but they don't want to admit to and that is let them in. Open borders. If you come to this country, let them in. And if you doubt what I'm saying, you need to look at the the bill Diane Feinstein introduced. Diane Feinstein, working with her open borders uh, lobby, introduced a bill that got 100% uh, support from the rest of the Democrat caucus in the Senate, saying that you would not be allowed to arrest an illegal alien within 100 miles of the border. You have to know uh, what that was designed to do. If, in fact, you arrest somebody that sneaks into the country within 100 miles of the border and they haven't been in the country up to 14 days under policy so far, you're allowed to deport them without a hearing. So this bill that Diane Feinstein put together was purposely designed to keep you from, from uh, deporting people that snuck into the country, period, without a hearing. And as I said, every single Democrat in the Senate voted for this bill that would effectively um, erase the borders of the United States. It would be uh, Ali Ali Oxen free. If you can get here, they can't arrest you at the border. You can walk right on in. And once you get, uh, you know, a uh, hundred miles into the interior of the country, you're allowed to disappear and you will never be seen again. And then in a few years, you'll have the Democrat party out there arguing that, uh, there's gotta be an amnesty for these people, especially the children who were brought into this country through no fault of their own. These are the best of America. They'll argue. And how dare you be so cold hearted as to try to uh, to remove these children who are American in any every possible way, except for they weren't born here and they don't have any uh, legal status.
we got to run out to a break. When we come back, we'll talk about Trump's proposal to start removing these people without a hearing right after these messages on America First Radio. Donna Fiducia. And I'm Don Newen from Cowboy Logic Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to one of our favorite radio shows, America First Radio, with our friend Jim Dawes. That's right, Donna. We consider America First Radio appointment radio. America First Radio with Jim Dawes, weeknights. Right here on Talk America Radio, found at talkamericaradio.us. So the beautiful thing about Trump and the reason he's so effective is he doesn't allow the uh, the Democrats and the leftists to define uh, the spectrum of debate that's allowable. And so uh, he will use his Twitter feed, and that is a whole other issue, because as the elections uh, approach, uh, the Republicans and the president in particular is complete, completely vulnerable uh, because Twitter can, in fact, manipulate his feed so that very few of his supporters hear what he's saying and, and only the people uh, who are opposed to the GOP are, uh, are allowed to see that. It's already going on uh, to a great degree, but they will, they will ratchet that up as November comes around and as 2020 comes around. But the president um, last week uh, told the House Democrats that they might as well stop wasting their time on – immigration legislation because all it's going to do uh, and he's very strategic he's not a great orator but he is uh, he is deadly strategic at these things uh, all it's going to do is allow this uh, this fairly small minority of house members to define terms of a deb- debate and get votes on things that will allow them to declare themselves as morally virtuous as uh, as the Democrats while at the same time putting the vast majority of the House Republican caucus at a disadvantage uh, because they had to vote on one of these bills that has absolutely no chance of ever becoming law. The U.S. Senate, uh, run by Chucky Schumer, has said unequivocally that they are not going to vote on anything uh, to do with immigration before the midterm elections. No DACA, no uh, no childhood separation, so-called fix. They, they, uh, they see this as a political uh, advantage to them, and they are perfectly happy, they think, uh, to let Trump and the Republicans twist in the wind. Now, I happen to think they're badly misjudging. It's, it's another uh, evidence of their pathological altruism that they don't realize that the vast majority of the people in this country agree with Trump that you need to shut down this border. They are not upset at all because uh, of the separation of the children uh, from their parents after their parents are arrested from illegal, for illegally crossing the border because they know that that's exactly what would happen to them if they were arrested for, say, a, a DUI or a tax evasion or just any number of misdemeanors or of felonies, when they are arrested, they would be separated from their children, and their children would be um, would be taken from them as well. 
The American people understand this. We're not stupid people. And then over the weekend, Trump tweeted out um, that he wanted to uh, just start deporting people um, without all of these, this red tape and these thousands of immigration judges that we've got down there on the border, um, you know, trying to keep up with these deportations. And there is a backlog of asylum claims of 700,000 cases. These people are uh, in the um, interior of the country. They're using American taxpayer paid for schools and roads and um, services, including food stamps. They're burdening our criminal justice system, crowding our jails. They cost the American taxpayer about $135 billion a year, and that's not even counting the lost productivity for American workers because they're being forced to compete with people who are in the country illegally. So Trump uh, sent out a tweet. It says, we cannot allow all of these people to invade our country. When somebody comes in, we must immediately, with no judges or court cases, bring them back from where they came. That's a, that's a New York uh, um, accent there, bring them back. Well, after he sent that tweet, the New York Times, the Washington Post, and all of the left-wing media went absolutely apoplectic. They called him uh, trying to deny due process to people, and this was proof positive that he was a fascist and that uh, he didn't respect the Constitution of the United States. And you had, you know, these left-wing legal experts, Lawrence Tribe, and everybody go on these, uh, these shows and try to twist this issue uh, to be something that it wasn't. And once you did, uh, Lawrence Tribe went on, he said, Trump is making the tyrannical claim that he has the right to serve as prosecutor, judge, and jury with respect to all who enter our country. This is a breathtaking assertion of unbounded power, power without any plausible limit. This is Lawrence Tribe, a once respected uh, jurist in this country. Well, if you do a little bit of digging, you find out uh, that what the president was referring to was, um, was expedited removal. And that expedited removal is a process that has been in place by uh, since 2000 and uh, I'm, I'm sorry, 1996. And that a great number of people are already removed from the country without um, um, due process or a court hearing. The ones that are caught within 100 miles of the border and haven't been in the country more than 14 days. Uh, if an immigration officer, and that I mean a border patrol officer, listens to them and considers that they do not have a meritorious case for asylum, then those people are um, immediately processed for removal. But here's the key. They do not have to limit it to 100 miles of the border or 14 days. They can lim- they can. The, the statute that they're going by uh, allows them to remove anybody without a court hearing that doesn't have a plausible case for asylum 
according to an immigration officer, within the first, if they can't prove that they've been in the country for more than two years. So once again, the president of the United States was absolutely correct. And all of the people that were claiming that somehow uh, this was proof that um, that he was, you know, somehow outside the bounds of of uh, the law are wrong. The story says in the New York Times, one of the things being considered is an expedited removal of, uh, to the full statutory limit. It is already true that a lot of people show up at the border, get removed with no access to immigration courts or the judicial process. The president could be uh, reacting to seeing a high number of people held in detention centers claiming they face harm back home. This is the same thing uh, that allowed the, uh, the woman that uh, snuck into the country with the two-year-old child on the front of Time magazine to do when it turned out to be a giant lie. Criminal prosecutions for illegally crossing the southwestern border jumped to 8,300 in April. They are trying to overwhelm the border, and they're actually doing a quite good job of it. Um, if it were up to the Democrats, have no doubt about it, they would abolish the Border Patrol. As a matter of fact, one of the leading candidates for the governor of New York State uh, over the weekend called for exactly that. This is Cynthia Nixon, used to be that skinny, long-necked girl on uh, Sex in the City who's running for governor of New York talking about abolishing ICE. Children aren't just being separated uh, at the border. You know, they're being separated throughout this country by mm -hmm. ICE. Yes. I think we need to abolish ICE. That seems really clear. <laughs> and replace it with... We don't need to replace... We, you know, ICE is relatively new. It came in after September 11th. We it changed its name after September 11th. Before, it was called Immigration and Naturalization. Then they changed the name to Immigration and Customs Enforcement and put them under the Department of Homeland Security. So once again, you got a Democrat there lying. Place, we, you know, ICE is relatively new. It came in after September 11th. We've been handling immigration and customs for a long time here. We don't need ICE. The same exact people, the same Border Patrol agents, were handling uh, immigration and customs back before uh, they changed their name. But this genius, Cynthia Nixon, candidate for governor of New York and, and has a plausible case to win, either doesn't understand just basic uh, government functions or is lying to you. Been handling immigration and customs for a long time here. We don't need ICE, and, and they have strayed so far from the interests of the American people and the interests of humanity. Uh, we, need to, we need to abolish it. But in New York State and across the country, there are things that we can be doing on the ground to protect our undocumented people. And in New York State, we need to be offering access to driver's licenses to undocumented people, which is something that our governor is not doing now, and it's something that I will do immediately upon entering office because... When, when uh, uh, an uh, undocumented uh. person who cannot get a driver's license uh, gets stopped in a routine traffic violation, this is the number one way that ICE is finding people and picking them up. Cynthia Nixon also went on record, uh, I think it was late last week, as calling ICE a terrorist organization. That's right. You've got uh, major Democrat candidates for 
one of the largest states in this uh, this country who is uh, leading in some polls, calling our law enforcement agencies that defend our borders a terrorist organization, and they're not alone. And now we've got the leading candidate for to become president of Mexico calling for um, people, uh, poor people, impoverished people in his country to go to the United States. Uh, this presidential candidate, his name is Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador. He goes by AMLO, declared mass immigration to the United States to be a human right for all North Americans. This was a speech last Tuesday. He went on and said, and soon, very soon, after the victory of our movement, we will defend all migrants in the American continent and all migrants in the world. He then added that um, uh, Mexicans must leave their towns and find a life in the United States. This is basically a declaration of war. He's calling on um, his citizens to invade a neighboring country, in this case the United States of America, and this, this is the kind of insanity we've got going on on the borders now. And I, I believe that this calls for an emergency declaration by the President of the United States to send the troops down to defend our border. We spend literally hundreds of billions of dollars defending borders in Iraq and Afghanistan and Syria and Israel. Why are we unable to deploy our own military to defend our own borders? What is our military for if not to defend the United States of America? So Obrador is, uh, is a favorite to win this, um, this election. And he will probably, I think, I think the election is in December. I think, it, yes, in December. He will almost certainly be the next president of Mexico. Here is Jorge Ramos, the um the Mexican nationalist who is a lead anchor on, um, it's not Telemundo, it's that other uh, Spanish language um, network. Uh, but he's appearing on Tucker Carlson uh, talking about um, Obrador and, uh, and basically Jorge Ramos is all on board with Obrador uh, sending people to evade the United States and basically be an occupying force within our nation. Well, let me just say right at the beginning, I'm an independent journalist. I don't speak for the Mexican government, nor for Lopez Obrador or any other three presidential candidates. But Lopez Obrador, he's ahead of the polls right now, Tucker. He's uh, reaching almost 50 percent. He's a leftist candidate. He's 64. And what he has said is that he's vowing to be a president for the 130 million Mexicans in Mexico and for the about 12 million Mexicans here in the United States. There are way more than 12 million illegal uh, uh, Mexican aliens in this country. The number is probably more like 20. And then you got a, 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 another amount, uh, probably equal to that, of Mexicans who are um, have gained legal status that also have dual citizenship with Mexico. So they are, in fact, a huge occupying force already. We, we have been invaded over these last 50 years because of the uh, uh, the Democrats wanting to develop a new voting bloc and uh, the Republican establishment's um, desire, unquenchable desire for continuing pools of cheap labor 
to drive down the wages of the American people. So don't expect Lopez Obrador to be a, a spineless and weak president like Peña Nieto. It's going to be a completely different relationship between uh, okay. Lopez Obrador if he wins but and President it, Donald Trump. It, it sounds that way, but but why? As it, but I'm unlike you. I, I'm an American. I only vote in this country. I only can. I'm only a citizen of this country. And so why would I or any of the other American citizens watching tonight mm -hmm. think that it's a good thing? that a president of another country is declaring that the world has a right to move here. That's a hostile act aimed at us. Why would we be for that? I, I don't know why he said that, um, but what, what I can tell you is that he wants to protect the 12 million Mexicans living here and the 35 million people in this country. He wants to protect their right to live in our country illegally. Already the government of Mexico instructs people how to evade captured by the Border Patrol uh, and fight deportation once they get here. And they do this, one, because they're able to offload uh, their, uh, their poor population, and two, because these people then come to uh, America and send back billions of dollars in remittances to Russia, or to, pardon me, to uh, Mexico, which is really their number one source of foreign currency are these remittances more than uh, their, the exports that they make on their energy sector. Country from Mexican origin. So, so it's going to be different. You remember with, with Enrique Peña Nieto, the, the current president, he invited then candidate Donald Trump to, the, to Los Pinos, the Mexican White House. And this is Jorge Ramos uh, actually campaigning for Obrador, uh, taking the opportunity of appearing on Tucker's show to campaign a little bit for Obrador. And, and Mexicans were outraged by, by doing that. Uh, Lopez Obrador is going to be completely different. As, as a matter of fact, just recently, Lopez Obrador said that the, this policy of family separation is racist. So in other words, if he becomes president, um, and it would be December 1st, uh, it would be completely different than, than Peña Nieto. Here we go back to this uh, claim of racism. Because you're jailing people who are not white that are trying to break into the country, according to the left, that is de facto proof of racism. So uh, not being white is sort of a get-out-of-jail-free card, according to them. If they're not white and they want to break into your country, you have to let them, otherwise you are racist. With Donald Trump. Okay, so we're getting another racism lecture from a rich white Mexican ruling class member. Um, okay, just want to clarify that. Well, but, but let no, me but just but ask it, you this. Wait, no, but hold I would challenge you to look at uh, the president and the cabinet, um, not just currently, but going back uh, as long as you want to in Mexico, and you will nary see an Indian or a mestizo face. Uh, the ruling class in Mexico is, uh, is whiter than the ruling class in the United States, much, much whiter. And they have a, a strict caste system. Jorge Ramos is a part of it. He enjoys uh, being a part of it. And all of, uh, all of this, these charges of racism are designed to do one thing, and that is to facilitate Mexico's continued fleecing of the American taxpayer. To get racism right. lectures from any Mexican official who preside over one of the most racist countries in the world, most Americans don't understand that. I've spent enough time there to but know it, that. But it's racism. It is racism. What has happened with the family separate? But it is racism. Let me just say why. I mean, what are the number of Americans' kids in cages right now? It's
Zero. And what's the number of Central American and Mexican kids in cages or, or detention centers? Okay. 2,300. Okay. No. Notice a little uh, bit of sleight of hand there. What are the number of Mexican kids in cages or detention centers? Actually, the number of uh, Mexican children in cages anymore is zero. The number of uh, Mexican children and Central American children who have been separated from their parents and are in detention centers is 2,300. For every one of those 2,300, you have 1,700 American citizens who have been separated from their parents. Why Tucker Carlson isn't uh, uh, knowledgeable or quick enough to point this out, I'm not sure, but I'm getting a little sick of hearing this argument. Nobody is being detained because of the color of his skin. This isn't Mexico. In Mexico, people of Indian background can't rise to levels of prominence because it's too racist, as you know. So, again, Mexican citizens are in no position to lecture Americans about racism. Let's just start there. But let me ask you this. I'm kind of confused because, of course, it's not racism. That's called demagoguery. But let me ask you this. We're told, including by people like you, that's absurd. He said it's racism and torture. Let's move past it, it very quickly absurd. to ask the obvious exactly question, the which is... Well, we've got a, just a short bit of time left, and I, I don't want this show to pass without touching on the events over the weekend where, once again, the Democrats have re-revived. Actually, it it never really went away. It was uh, more subdued for a while, but their, their campaign of harassment, intimidation, and violence uh, against Trump supporters and Republicans uh, has kicked off again, where... Sarah Sanders was kicked out of a restaurant with her family that she uh, had went to um, patronize. Now, to tell you the truth, I really don't mind uh, that Democrats don't want us to um, patronize their restaurants. I would only ask that these Democrat restaurants put some sort of sign on the door, either a large D or maybe, maybe a hammer and sickle, so we'll know in advance that they are, in fact, a Democrat leftist restaurant and we can take our business someplace else but they kicked out sarah sanders and her family they were just out trying to enjoy a meal um christian nielsen the uh the secretary of homeland security the the highest uh, officer designated to protect uh the homeland was chased out of a, a, a restaurant in washington dc i'll play you a little clip of that this is uh, the dc socialists of america stalking and harassing a cabinet secretary. Secretary Nielsen, how dare you spend your evening here eating dinner as you're complicit in the separation and deportation of over 10,000 children separated from their parents? How can you enjoy a Mexican dinner as you're deporting and imprisoning tens of thousands of people who come here seeking asylum in the United States? We call on you to end family separation and Now, these are cultural Marxists. They, they make no bones about it. They call themselves the D.C. Socialists of America, stalking a cabinet secretary, chasing her from a restaurant. The same thing happened to Pam Bondi, the attorney general for the state of Florida. She was attending a, uh, a screening of uh, a movie about Mr. Rogers on how we should all treat each other with respect, and she was chased out by these left-wing agitators. And, um, you know, I'm old enough to remember not that long ago 
when um, when a Bernie bro named James T. Hodgkinson uh, took a uh, an assault rifle to the uh, practice of the Republican uh, congressional baseball team and attempted mass murder and in fact shot several people, uh, almost uh, killing uh, the House Majority Whip Steve Scalise. Uh, you might remember this. It goes on and on, but, um, you know, apparently this whole episode has been stuffed down the memory hole of the mainstream media, and now they're out there beating the drum and supporting uh, this harass, this campaign of harassment and intimidation that uh, ultimately leads to violence. It's a continuation of when they used to have their Antifa goons out in the streets beating Trump supporters, when they sent provocateurs and um, and, thugs. thugs into Trump rallies in order to try to provoke uh, violence. And Maxine Waters, uh, crazy mad Maxine Waters of Congress, is, uh, is calling for more of it. So Maxine Waters is uh, is again beating the drums of uh, of this uh, violent response from the Democrats. They're going to get somebody killed almost certainly, and uh, and really you wonder if that's not the objective. But I think uh, the American people are going to react uh, with a backlash against this uh, at the polls, and that this is going to have exactly the opposite effect. So that takes us to the end of this edition of America First Radio. I want to thank you for joining us. And invite you back here again tomorrow night for another edition on the Talk America Radio Network. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Here's to the innovators, the makers, the doers, and the hustlers of D.C. With Facebook Elevate, you can grow your business, build your online presence, kickstart your career, or turn your passion of creating content into a reality. Facebook Elevate is a program that provides free digital marketing courses, potential job opportunities, and coaching from Facebook experts that can help you kickstart your career. Learn more at facebook.com slash FB Elevate. Facebook Elevate, on the rise together.